Welcome to Big Natural Talents. Hi, girlies. Welcome to another week of BNT HQ headquarters talking heads. Talking <laughs> heads in the stew <laughs> with me and you. Yay! How do you do? <laughs> Adieu. Adieu. <laughs> Goodbye. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> well, well, it's hot today. It's hot. Can we say that? <laughs> it is Tuesday the 30th, 30th. of August. Yeah. And, and it is hot. It's one for yeah. the record books. And then you're listening to this on not this, <laughs> on a not the 30th of freezing August. Freezing day. But we're telling you, like, even though you may think that today is... The 6th of September. You'd Live be... as if it's the 30th of August. Cast your mind back. Yeah, I remember. It just feels like shedding off a layer. Yeah. Like I'm wearing, for everyone listening, I'm wearing um, a sleeveless crop. She's yeah. back. The second the sun's out, back to these kind of clothes. Yeah. I'm in a, <laughs> an orange button-up shirt and it's open and I think I hate it and I've worn it twice. <laughs> And I think I'm, re- I re- I'm reading this series of um, mystery novels about this middle-aged lady archaeologist who lives in the English coast. And last time I wore it, I said I felt like her, but like at a fancy dress party. And so now <laughs> I can't stop thinking that I feel like, you know, like a dumpy middle-aged archaeologist, like trying to jazz it up. And But I guess kind of if I had to describe, describe my energy like that would be it. So. Yeah, you give me archaeology vibes. On the oh. coast sounds beautiful. Yeah, like the English coast in Norfolk. Okay, it's called the Ruth Galloway series for anyone listening. <laughs> um, check it out. Check it out. And I'm reading the Wildwood series, which is a children's book in the premier's <laughs> reading challenge. And I have been stuck on the third book for months. I've stopped reading for months and months. Is and it hard? What's it about? Um, okay, it's about this like kid mm. and living a normal life. And then one day, a bunch of crows pick up picks up the little kid's little sibling <gasps> who's a baby and takes it into the woods wow. and the whole point is that the woods are magic and only certain magic people can get into it yeah and honestly like you know i don't need to harp on about this but i love children's books because i this book is thick as hell yeah we're talking like harry potter those long one lengths guess what they're good they're engaging they're good they're engaging there's hard words there's yeah. interesting concepts they're long why is that not an adult book why is that not with to kill a mockingbird is there anything wrong with tapping into your inner child no and no. also guess what adult books are the same okay this mystery series yeah it's not like high literature but yeah it's an adult's book but Okay, so your book is about a normal kid and then something crazy happens. Every single book, she's just a normal archaeologist and then she finds some bones. <laughs> Who do the bones belong to? Where were they from? What's going to happen? It's very formulaic. It's not yeah. It's not better or worse. We can't keep casting judgments. No. We should just be reading. Yeah. It, reading is good whether you're 30 and reading Winnie the Pooh. And <laughs> yes! <laughs> like someone we know. Me. We heard about someone doing this. <laughs> I also believe like more adults should like the next step is me reading 
Winnie the Pooh on the bus publicly in public. Mm-hmm. I want I want to see a, a, a time where adults are reading picture books on the bus and on the train mm. and other people are like crowding around all looking and gasping at the picture book. Yeah. You know, bring people in. Because people are ashamed to read certain books on like public yeah. transport so they get like e-readers which I mean I have an e-reader and I'm, I love it. I'm obsessed with it but not because I like don't want people to see that I'm reading something. It's just because I can um, illegally download books and kind of put the final <laughs> nail in the coffin that is the publishing industry (laughs) um but like maybe you let go of the e-reader and you read your 50 shades on the train or even further than that yeah you break out the hungry hungry caterpillar on the bus oh there's always like you know some of the best movies the incredible they're like adults get a lot out of them too but they're four kids what are you gonna cut out every (laughs) single kids movie in the world every single cartoon what's the point but imagine if you did want to read the hungry hungry caterpillar and you like put it on your kindle to like secretly read like that's even weirder actually <laughs> yeah. than just doing it then just on. you can just do that you could just do that <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm glad to you're reading i'm glad to we're reading glad to hear it's sunny can i say that um on thursdays my three years at with ben whoa, whoa. what are you time's doing? flying what's happening what and also when do you mark the date from because i don't know yeah. really when to mark the date for alex good call so we mark the date it was the night that we became exclusive. Boyfriend, the night girlfriend. he said to me. The, the, the night he we... said, fine, <laughs> I'll be your boyfriend. <laughs> Could you get off my back? <laughs> yeah, from there. So that's yeah. September 1st. Wow. And I always think about the concept of telling you, you know, that question. Where you were like, how long have you been with Ben? And I was like, in nine months, it'll be one year. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be one year in nine months. <laughs> She said this. That's a famous. I mean, we'll just recap. That was like you, because you can tell it as a joke about it now, and it's really funny because it's crazy. You mm. know, it's like our ten year anniversary is coming up in nine years, <laughs> but it's based on a true story. Where I said, "How long have you and Ben been together?" And she said, "Will it be one year in September?" It was like, and it was like February. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm an optimist. I'm a glass half full kind of lady. A beautiful mind. <laughs> oh my god! What have you been up to this week? What's the goss? What's this? What well, I sort of don't really have movements? any goss to speak of or anything really interesting. I mean, that's okay, and that's life sometimes. Oh, I went to. Uh, oh, okay. I okay. do something. Okay, okay, okay. So it was Ben's thirtieth, as everyone knows. We're both mm-hmm. August babies. I was there. And yes, it was a very special night. But my mum's birthday present for Ben was to book us a night in a nice hotel. And so we just had that the other night. And we'd never done that before. In Sydney? Yeah, in Sydney. I mean, I'll shout it out. It's called the Sir Stamford. The reason I went to this place is because Ben and I walked past it. And the bottom exterior is like something out of a New York movie. Like the interior, you know, when you, like in New York, there's the sandstone and then you look inside Mm. and there's the like burgundies and they have that, the booths and and all that. kind. And also, you know, in those movies where there's always like a doorman and then there's like a carpet and then there's like a burgundy, like, oh, like a canopy. Canopy. It has all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that scene in Sex in the City where it's raining and Carrie Bradshaw runs under it Mm -hmm. and then she acts crazy to that guy. Yeah. She screams. Screams. And then she's like, why don't you like me? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Which is kind of your dynamic with them. And and so we went there and my mum booked us a room there and it was so fun. We'd never done anything like this. It was just a weeknight. It wasn't even too far from where we lived, but it was like being on holiday. Yeah. And it was so fun because you could just bring, like I hope this inspires other people to do it, but 
I mean, obviously you have to like pay whatever. And like we um got, a, I just had to bring a backpack. Like I packed really light, not the usual like five hundred different goop yeah. serums and whatever. I was like, who cares? We walked around. They have a beautiful whiskey bar, and then we went to dinner, and it was the best dinner I've ever had at the Gidley. This is the kind of thing that, like, you know, your parents are doing, okay? Like, my mom lives yeah. in the Central Coast, and she's like, we're going to go into the city. And they go into the city, and for some reason, she's lived in Sydney her whole life. She grew up in, like, Strathfield, in a West. But now the city is kind of a foreign place to her, and it's yeah. a big event. And she goes, they stay in a hotel, they see a show, they get dinner, they love life. And we all roll our eyes and say, oh, isn't that so suburban? You Wrong. Know? Wrong. Roll them back. Take it back. Take three steps back and reconsider a few things, okay? Yes. Go to a hotel. It's nice. It's nice. Guess what? Sydney is the most beautiful place in the world. It is. Let go of being so obsessed with appearances. Forget Ibiza. Forget Europe. You don't yes. have to go there straight away. Start no. with the city. It was actually so fun to just walk around the city. You know, if you're with your loved one, everything's kind of an adventure. And we would look in the really old buildings the next morning and um, that's kind of the main story oh and i um got really high and it was so fun and um marijuana yeah i'm still in the same weed vape that yeah um ben lee gave us like two lockdowns ago (laughs) it's all you need don't they last forever that was like because i couldn't sleep when i was in melbourne and so then i got one and then i like i don't i don't know it's like a chicken and the egg okay because i like inhaled this weed vape like wrong okay (laughs) i just wanted to go to sleep i just wanted i wasn't even partying at all i was like i just want to go to sleep yeah and apparently weed vape you meant to like put it in your mouth and then lungs i don't know i just took it all in bang 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 (gasps) wow i coughed so much i was like yeah you know when your life flashes before your eyes yeah i could die (laughs) i'm in this airbnb by myself i'm like okay if i think i'm gonna die i should like go into the hallway so they can (gasps) find my body humiliating okay because i don't need to like not show up at my show tomorrow and then have my poor tech come to the my airbnb because they would be the only person that would and be like oh um where's lauren sorry <laughs> the kindest poor little person in the world um i was like i gotta go out into the hallway to die but anyway then like the next day i like had a horrible flu and had like the worst flu thing and i'm like did, was i like gonna get a flu or did i like have the flu from hitting this vape that's a question for a scientist can we get dr carl dr. Just thinking that. <laughs> we need to ask Dr. Carl. I mean, <laughs> or we need like one of those guys that like smokes bongs every day, like a bong scientist. And he's like, you yeah, actually sometimes a bad bong hit really can throw out your whole month. <laughs> anyway, what were we even saying? I was just saying that was the most interesting thing in my week. It was oh, yeah. really fun. And we vowed if we ever got more money again, we would just yeah. do that and like try different hotels. And then also what the story is, is I am. Um, got high and I went to go to sleep and I remember vaguely taking my earring out my gold earring out while sleeping and just leaving it in the sheets and then I left it there and um did you just call the hotel and get it back yeah I've called them and they've called me back and I haven't chased it up but I need to get my earring yeah they've got it they've got it I think they've got it that's good it's really good so I gotta go get it you go straight after all right (laughs) see ya What about you? Do you have any goss, any crazy stories, oh, anything to bring to the table? I do, actually. I've got a lot of goss, so I'm waiting for oh, the goss really? portion. Thank God. So I can fill up this bit. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, and also I've we've got to talk about these magazines that I brought in, but yes, tell me your stuff. Yes, yes. I um, had a crazy week. You know, when it rains, it pours. That's what they say. The, the desert has been dry of my life for so long, and then I got a casual job three days a week. <gasps> yep. And then every other opportunity in the world comes knocking. 
Um, nothing exciting. I'm talking about my other freelance gig and a small um, ad. But I did an ad, okay? This is my big news yeah. for the week. I filmed an ad, which is cool to do. And I, I don't film much stuff. I think you probably film more stuff than me. But, like, it's crazy. It's a crazy thing to it's do. It's crazy. It's two whole days, nine, ten-hour days yeah. for these three 20-second things. It's mostly waiting around. It's, That's what no one tells you. It's insane. Is And then... Oh, <laughs> And every time I do it, I'm disillusioned. I'm like, mm. oh, obviously this is bad, right? But you're with a bunch of like extras or actors or whatever. Mm. And I got lucky actually. Most of them are like really cool. They're really like cool people. Um, but they do a lot of extras work and stuff and they like want to do it. And they're like, yeah, this is great. This is the biz. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you're, are you like enjoying this? And then I'm like, am I meant to enjoy this? <laughs> like, what do you mean? And then you, you have your big moment and, and then you're like, okay, was that even good? I don't know. And you got to do it again. Anyway, but that's what I did. And also on this shoot with me was someone who I did I already told you. And this it's, is a huge It's breaking reveal. news for this the B&T news. Huge news. This connection that I've made in the world is um Ian Smith, aka Harold from Neighbors. A moment of silence. Moment of silence. <laughs> He's not dead. We're just really excited. He's alive. Neighbors is dead though. That's cancelled. So true. What's he going to do now? Um and guess what, Bantini's? The gossip about Ian Smith, aka Harold from Neighbours, yeah, he rules. <laughs> He's awesome. He's <laughs> so cool and nice and funny. And also, can I say, like, the best part was, like, because I was kind of lumped in with the extras, but then I ended up having some speaking lines um, because they kind of saw the talent in me. The dream for any extra. Yeah, they were like, actually, we're going to need to see more of you. <laughs> and I really bonded with Ian. We were chit-chatting the whole time and, like, we just vibed. We exchanged details. I, we're friends now. I'm going to go to Melbourne. Like, he's wow. going to – we're going to get dinner. Huge. And he was telling me stuff. I, so, okay, the gossip I've got from this is – I mean, what order are we going to do? We could talk about Ian. Oh, my God. Um, or I've also got, like, little things that happened with me and the other extras. Oh, my God. Start w- wherever feels natural. I guess. I mean, there's not that much to say about Ian. I want to try to get him on the pod as well. Yeah, dream, yeah. Um, one thing I want to say about Ian, some goss from him, is that he told me that he used to work, like, in between when he was filming stuff, like, when he was young. He used to work as a night watchman. In a pillow factory. Oh, fuck off. Come on. Isn't that cr- You don't hear that anymore. What a sentence. That's, that's amazing. And I was like, oh, my God, do people, like, break in and fall asleep? And he was like, no, actually, people would break in with their girlfriends. No. People would break in and fuck on the pillows. No. Are we talking a factory that's literally wall... What is it, wall to wall with pillows? I'm picturing probably what it was not really like. I'm picturing yeah, a big warehouse too. full of cozy me pillows. Me too! Like... Like a jumping castle, yeah. everything is made of Big pillows. Piles of pillows. It's a fire hazard. Because that's sanitary. People just jumping in the pillows and making love, and it was a different time. It was the sixties. That's crazy. Do you? Okay, I feel like if you're breaking into a pillow factory, you're doing it for the story. You're yeah. not doing it if you really need to fuck. You're desperate. You really need a soft surface <laughs> to fuck on. Fuck on the floor like the rest of us and get oh carpet burned. No, they're considerate <laughs> little criminals. They're like, oh, should we break into the sandpaper factory? No, babe. <laughs> Let's break into the pillow factory. Guys, break into the condom factory, the lube factory yeah. while you're at it. Can we break into the <laughs> contraceptive pill factory? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a I love that what Night Watchman. Speaking of Night Watchman, yeah. just this is a quick aside, your stuff's more interesting. But I just watched 
Night at the Museum. Oh, yeah? A story all about a <laughs> night watchman whose life goes crazy, just like any book. Things- it's a night watchman in a normal museum. Just kidding. Everything's crazy. Things get a little bit crazy. <laughs> you can apply that to anything. Maybe that's how we like make our millions. We've got to like write a children's franchise. So like what's something normal, okay? Um, a podcaster. A podcaster. <laughs> this is girl and she's a podcaster. Yeah. And you think her life's normal, but then. The whole podcast warehouse is haunted and only ghosts want to be guests. Yeah. And everything changes. And all of the <laughs> guests are ghosts. <laughs> and one of them eats a and one of them meets her pussy, and that podcaster's name, Jay Diaz. <laughs> oh my god, Jay Jay Diaz. Hey, it's Jay Diaz. <laughs> oh my god, when does that show come back? <laughs> when is that show coming back? God uh, help me, give soon. me the content I need. It's got to come back anyway. Okay, so great goss from. What else about the ad shoot? Um, I mean, as I said, it was a mix of like cool people. Um, there's always any be, freaks. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it's going to be a few. And I mean, and the, like the good thing is like, I mean, I was talking to the cool ones. I don't think um, any of the freaks will listen to the pod. This is so funny. Maybe the cool ones will. But if they do. Imagine all the freaks are my friends. <laughs> yeah. The ones you wouldn't have They know you. It's your friend Kate. <laughs> no, no. I mean, mainly like, so there was one guy and he just, I just wrote down a few things he said because it was, you've got to kind of grab the content when it comes to you. And it was actually pretty cute. He was like 24. But, and you know, when you meet someone new and you're like, oh, he's an odd guy, but it just slowly gets more and more revealed how weird this guy is. And so he was just, when we first all got there, he was like, he wouldn't sit down. He was like walking around like, and I was like, oh, I just, I was like, have you done many, um, ads or filming stuff before um and he was like no no this is my first one first ever and I was like oh you'll be great don't worry just chill out and he was like no I'm I've got to stay awake I'm keeping energetic and I'm like this is a 10 hour day you should actually just sit down we're gonna be waiting around a lot and um he just like signed up to star now or whatever and just got it straight up and he was really excited which was it was like sweet and it was also like I don't know I mean I, I, he was naive and I am jaded. So he was like, this is going to be so good. You know, it's just going to be a really good credit for me to have. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe being an unspe- unspeaking extra in an ad for social media will be a really good credit. <laughs> um, but maybe it won't and that's okay. <laughs> you know, Let him down easy. But he just had the time of his life the whole time and he just, by the day two, we'd really fallen into a dynamic of kind of jovially bullying him because it was fun and he could just <laughs> fell for it. And he just, it just kept getting better and better. Like he would say things like, you know, it turned out he was like, not only was this his first acting job, this was the first work he'd ever done in his life. Okay. Um, and his parents are together, but like... <laughs> Ew! I know. And then we were like joking about... I don't even know how it came up. We were talking about how, like, you know, old people are still sexual. And he was like, no, my parents, no, no. That's so funny. And then he was like, actually, my parents can't have had sex any time recently because my mom still lives in Tasmania and my dad lives here with me. So. That's so funny. And I was like, awesome. This kid has the energy of, like, a 14-year-old. Yeah. And then he, and then two things he said, okay, and then I'll move on to another girl and I've got a role play for us. Hell yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> One thing he said was... Have you guys been to Central in Ultimo? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) So that's like, I mean, Central Station. Like, it's like Central. You gotta go there. He's right. Yeah. Even if you're not from Sydney, like, that kind of applies to it. That joke is universal, right? Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) And then another thing he told me that I thought was 
insane and kind of that was when I was like properly oh okay yeah this person's pretty pretty wild he told me that when he was a kid they had a Berman cat and he had it when he was a kid all all his life a beautiful cat and then it died um and then they got another cat that looked exactly the same and he named it the same thing that's so funny that that's what you think's the craziest that's the craziest thing (laughs) that's that must slap for cat people (laughs) i guess i guess i guess isn't it just like itself is not that crazy but it's like a distillation right Mm. of of if this is true what else is true yeah that's what they say in improv yeah about this character that's interesting but okay so it's crazy because they just tried to replicate the exact yeah like that's their way of dealing with grief yeah being like no he's still here it's a different yeah it's the same cat that's so funny like that's you shouldn't like let a child do that right Shouldn't you do? You get pets. People say that you get pets so that when they die, you can like teach them about death. Grief, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not this guy. Not like actually, when one day when what your parents die, you can just get another one and name it the same thing. Yeah, I guess that is. One day when your dad Andrew dies, like mine, you can just get a therapist named Andrew, who works out of his house and wears little UGG boots, and you pay him (laughs) cash. You know. Yeah, it's totally healthy. Yeah. Whoa, I just made this connection. <laughs> so anyway, he was the quirky one. Yeah. Um, a few of the others were cool. And then another girl. Okay, this girl, I feel like she kept nagging me. And this was like, because, and this is the role play I want to do. I want to be like, how do you respond when someone's like nagging you a bit? Okay, right? yeah, give me an example Okay, so dialogue. We were just talking about like what we did and I was like, oh, and she was like, oh, yeah, I got this off. Um star now casting i go to screenwise and i work at a bar or whatever i was like oh cool and she's like what do you do and i was like oh um i got this because i um i did some writing on it actually i punched up the script and then they asked i do comedy writing and stand-up comedy and stuff and she was like oh is that like what you want to do like you want to be a comedian and i was like oh uh, yay and then one of the other guys actually went she is a comedian oh, <laughs> so i was like okay that was yeah. good but like that like that kind of that thing that vibe and then um, she was asking, like, the next day or something we are talking about, she was like, oh, so, like, you know what else you do? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I've got a casual job now for the first time in ages, actually. It's weird. And I was like, oh, and I've got a podcast and stuff. So, And she was like, oh, a podcast. Like, would you say that's, like, a hobby? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what you? And I was like, oh. Um, and then, like, I just get, like, rude. I was like, well, it makes money. So, <laughs> so it's a job. So it's kind of a job and I hate it, actually. <laughs> Um, and like she doesn't even know how much on the mic we're talking about how much we don't make much money from this yeah but it does make us some money yeah and our beautiful patrons give us some money and it's like it's a hobby but it's more it is a job it's It's like part of your it's part of your career (laughs) yeah it's part of my yeah it's like an outfit. I just thought that was crazy is that crazy to say do you think she was nagging me or do you think you're like yeah I wonder like you're the only person who can tell the tone the vibe the context all the things surrounding every little bit all the minutiae because part of me I'm like yeah that that does seem like a neg but also these people sound naive and really have no could it have been yeah maybe. having literally no idea and being genuinely curious about comedy however if the um if you don't believe that I don't believe yeah that. if the cat guy if the same name dead yes. cat guy said that I would totally believe that it was naivety but it from her it was like what are you playing at <laughs> what are you trying are you trying to like play mind games with me girl so true and all you can do 
in the role play of of life. I mean, do you want me to role play or do you want me to say what I think? I mean, say what you think and then maybe... And then, and then maybe we role play. How should we do a best... Like maybe like I keep nagging you and you keep kicking back or yeah. you keep nagging me and I keep... Okay. How do we... Wow. Yeah. It's, um, it's like a... A boot camp. Yeah. <laughs> it's a negging boot camp. <laughs> you have to get desensitized. Yeah. Okay, so my thing is, um, as usual, uh, you that's her stuff and you can't control that other person. So the only thing you can do is, I guess, like you said, is just like clock it and then respond yeah. in the facts and the shortest way because these people exist and will be like that forever and just keep going around yeah, that's being like, affected by things and you don't have to play into it, which I yeah. don't think you did, but it was, just um, for everyone else. Yeah, th- that makes me think of something in um, that someone said in that Nathan Fielder show, his new show, The Rehearsal. Yeah. I wrote it down because I thought it was so funny. It was the what? guy who kept talking about his car that he crashed, if yes. anyone's known the show. Yes, and the fighting with the yeah. roommate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that So guy. he said, but you don't need to know the show to enjoy this. He was talking about, like, having a fight with his roommate and Nathan or whatever was like, oh, like, what do you think happened? Like, why did he react when you said that? And he said, well, I said that and his demon didn't like it. <laughs> Her that's demon didn't like it. Really funny. And I was like, that's so deep. That's so deep. And what does that mean? Is it's there an like, angel and a demon? Is that person a demon? What is going on? Oh, my God. Well, look, if we want to get even deeper. Please. It is reminding me as well of another concept that I obviously became familiar with on the Oprah Winfrey podcast, um, Super Soul Conversations. Um, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, his demon, like, kind of taking someone's bad impulses or like you know kind of maybe like traumas and things like that and manifesting it into like a being that reacts inside someone yeah that's really interesting yeah and it's um who Eckhart Tolle who is like a I don't even know what you'd call him like a ph- he's a great guy he's a guy <laughs> he's a guy and oh is he a philosopher is he a is that like a hobby for him or <laughs> I guess like a philosopher. He's like going to Oprah and being like, "Oh, you have a podcast. Oh, is that like a hobby? Like a hobby? <laughs> it would be a hobby to Oprah. I guess. So true. But like I totally has a theory about um, a pain body, and so he says basically people's traumas and you know or everything de- terrible in their life can kind of be described in a way and it's a good way to talk about things where you're not casting blame on people for acting a certain way. Um, so if say someone is triggering for lack of a better word that word's been ruined um and I react poorly it's you know it's not necessarily just me doing that because I'm a bitch it's my pain body that's what he calls it a pain body inside you reacting so like maybe um her insecurity her pain body her demon (laughs) didn't like that I had a podcast no no definitely not oh my god this got so deep it's so deep but it's so good what a great Shout out to the work of Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Look we it are, up. We're learning. But did I, did I explain that? Did that make yeah, sense? Yeah, definitely. Because I reckon maybe she was. And it's just funny. It's in the way that I would talk about Darcy from work of being like, I'm a nothing and a nobody and I'm kind and yeah. you're coming at me with this stuff yeah. and bringing me down in little ways and you're just and you just marvel at it. You're like, is this for real? Yeah. But as usual, it's insignificant. It's a one extra on a one show and you just – yeah, lucky it's not like a 
a close friend or a family yeah. member that you've put up with every second. Oh. You're just like, Jesus, I'm sorry. I hope you start a podcast one day or whatever, mm. whatever your pain body needs. <laughs> yeah, feed your pain body something <laughs> or like try to kill it. I don't know, actually, maybe don't feed it, but... I don't. I wasn't like upset, but I just thought it was so. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Weird. Um, and I don't. I guess maybe because when you get older, you just kind of don't necessarily meet new people all the time. Yeah, you kind of have your job or your friends and stuff. It's not that often you're like spending ten days just sitting next to some random ten hours mm. sitting next to some random person and being like, so what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, you're bound to clash. Yeah, <laughs> after ten hours with a stranger. Oh my god! And I've got another bit of goss, please, from set. Um, and this was this guy who was an extra and I wonder if I should say the movie name or not. I mean, I'm not saying anything that bad about it. Um, but he was like an extra on Mad Max. Cool. Um, which is really cool. And he was telling me about that cause I was like, oh my God, <gasps> if it's like long ass days to be an extra on this film shoot in an office setting, like fucking hell. I always think about like, imagine being an extra, like standing in the rain and stuff. Totally being cold. Yeah. I just think it's so funny that my mum, like when I was doing comedy, I don't know. I mean, I'm still doing it, but you know what I mean? Like a year or so ago, but I was already doing stand-up and stuff. And she was mm. like, I met a woman who does extra work. And she's and she's like to me, this is the thing you need to do. You need to go. Be, it, you, moms and you know, love to tell Moms that. love yeah. to tell you. And it's like, I've. it's just so funny. And you can't expect your parents to understand this crazy business yeah. of show. But it was just like it felt going in the opposite direction. Yeah, it doesn't really get you anywhere. Yeah, it, it was de- definitely someone being like, oh, yeah, you start as an extra and then you become Brad Pitt. That's all how it starts. No, it's no, like no. You, you get seen and it's like, actually, it really doesn't work that way. Yeah. I mean, it did in your case. It did in my <laughs> case. Um, but for the rest <laughs> of us, it's not happening. No, and it's like people think it's like, oh, it's such good money. You do two days and it's like you get. 800 bucks or something and i'm like whoa you're like at what cost at what cost yeah you're there and it's gross and if you were doing mad max he was like i mean he wasn't complaining though he was fine with it like he was saying they're wearing torn singlets and shorts and like get all dirty for like all day long and in the cold and oh but he told me one story and this is also um, a cautionary tale for the girlies. So one of my passions. And he said there's a scene like where they're all kind of, they're all pushing up against a car. If you see Mad Max, there's like the people that like live underground and they're all wow. like, whoa, crowded and stuff. And they were holding a bit of prop, like hammers and big guns and stuff. And most of the props were just plastic, but a few extras actually had like a metal gun or a metal wow. hammer and stuff. And this girl was holding a big metal gun and they're all pushing in a crowd. She smacks herself in the face with this big metal gun and she turned around, half of her mm. front teeth are all broken off. Oh! Oh! All of her teeth broken off. Broken off. Teeth broken off. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title of the episode. <laughs> teeth broken, broken off. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, what did she do? I was like, did she like, um, you know, get compensation for that? And he was like, I don't really know. Um, but she vaguely told him, because she was back on set the next day, full set, new teeth. No. Because the studio went to her and they said, we can fix this for you tonight, right now. We'll sort it out. We'll pay for everything. Sign this form, da, da, da. And she was, or, or we can like have to go through compensation and all of this stuff. And it might take weeks. Like we can't pay up front. You have to pay to get your own teeth fixed. And then you've got options. You, they can sue you. But she just, she signed the thing which I assume was a waiver saying, like, I accept that they're going to pay for my new teeth and all fees associated um, at, 
with the stipulation that I'm not going to come after them for further compensation. And then they fix them that night. Fuck off. Um, but I was like, oh my God. And he was like, what would you have done? What do you mean? Didn't you, wouldn't you want your fi- teeth fixed that night? And I was like, I, if I was her, this is my impression. I'd be like, I'm not signing anything. <laughs> I'm going to call my lawyer. Yeah. That's so funny because I, I'm the girly being like, oh, I have to take the deal. This is as good as it gets. I no. need new teeth tonight, which is so funny. That's like that fucking Seinfeld episode. <laughs> new teeth where- tonight actually <laughs> might be the name. <laughs> New teeth tonight. <laughs> Sorry, but it just makes me think about. In my head, I was like, "Of course she took the teeth. That's all you can do." But it's like, "Oh my god, of course you could still sue." And you yeah. should, I'm entitled to much more. Sorry, I just want to quote. I mean, reference Seinfeld. It's like when Kramer sues the coffee the company, coffee. and then. They're like, we'll give you free coffee. And he's like, yes. And he yes. takes it so early. And, and oh, my God, it's so funny. <laughs> that would be me. Absolutely. No, no. <laughs> if I so fell over, funny. if I, like, was bleeding out of my neck, okay, <laughs> if I was at work, my first call would not be the ambulance. It would be a, a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be like, call, not, call triple zero. And I'd be like, um, call Slater and Gordon. <laughs> No win, no fee, workplace injury. Okay, thank you very much. And Do then I die. Be, they'd be good. Slater and Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. Like, would they get the job done? Yeah. Okay, but- you're the girly. Your teeth are snapped in half. Uh, excuse me, I need help with my case. <laughs> yeah. Would Slater and Gordon... Do the job. I mean, I don't know, like, the firm We itself. don't know them personally. We don't know <laughs> so them. And this is kind of... <laughs> is it weird to endorse them? They're, I didn't... Um, I think Julia Gillard used to work for Slater and Gordon. They're, they're one of the biggest firms. And also the idea of, like, no win, no fee. Because if they don't win the case for you, they don't get paid. That's so good. So they've got a real impetus to win. Everything should be like that. Yes. Everything should be. If it's no, things, you actually, don't pay. Because then if <laughs> I gigs. bomb at a gig, I don't get paid. That's so true. Yeah. Okay, scratch that. Scratch that. <laughs> Have you got anything left or should we wrap this up? I mean, how are we going? I mean, we could. Not Do really. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing that I was thinking of saying was um, just like my TikTok algorithm being crazy to me i posted it on instagram because tiktok algorithm like it targets you for like what you need yeah and i got targeted this tiktok that was this girl really sincerely <laughs> and that the, the <gasps> title was like how to dress fat and bloated edition <laughs> <laughs> far out okay tiktok <laughs> at me can, next time <laughs> like just leave me alone i don't know you you're not on tiktok as much anymore when no. it was poisoning you yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I just was it was just a lot, and I would only ever really go on it to look for specific things like yeah. recipes, hair stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know if I ever really got into super scrolling. Yeah, I'm not. I'm on and off it. If I, I'm like off it for a week, and mm-hmm. then I'll look at it and get sucked in because I always get shown those ones that are like suspense based yeah it's like a girl who's singing her car and she's like oh my god the craziest thing just happened i actually can't believe it no hang on a second and then she like takes a call and she's like yeah yeah i'm just a starbucks yeah (laughs) anyway i've got oh it was fucked and like she does have like two minutes and she's like oh part two that's so funny i hate it so much love tiktok Ben's on it, not me. But I actually don't even think he scrolls. He just posts. He just yeah. That's what you gotta do. Look at it. 
Anyway, are we? You're you're flicking through a little magazine. Yeah. So I just want to end. I thought this could be yeah. fun. So um, I bought a Barbie magazine and an It Girl magazine. Yeah. Which is my New Yorker. It's my Sydney Morning Herald. It's Vogue. I do. I personally, just out of shame, I put these on my Kindle to read instead. <laughs> And what I want to – I'll tease that. I'm going to talk about – I just want to share the celebrity gossip on the gossip episode that it's yeah. funny what they consider gossip. Yeah. Love this for the girlies. Wow. But maybe a fun way to end is um, this, just a fact file. They have an it girl of the month where you just, like, talk to a normal girly and wow. you need to answer things. So, Lauren, what's yeah. your age? Oh, that's really rude. Um, okay. <laughs> no, I'm 28. But you know what? I think I might start saying 25. Everyone I meet thinks I'm 22. I've got Great. beautiful skin and adult acne, so. Great. 25. 25. Nickname? Um, LB. LB. Siblings? One. Carl. Pets? Tony. Fave color? Oh, green. Movie? Oh. It's, it's like, does that mean fave movie or just say a movie? <laughs> Elvis. Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Obviously. Fave TV show? Um, maybe like... <laughs> I mean, that's such oh, a big question. Like, like Sex in the City. Sex in the City is yeah. jumping to my. Let's say Sex in the City. Um, fave shop. Oh my god. Glasses. Glasses, probably. <laughs> yeah. But if we're real, maybe Zara. I mean, H yeah. and M. Pretty much anything if they um use really unethical labor. <laughs> anything with uneth and highly flammable and environmentally bad fabrics and all of that stuff. That's my favorite. And to finish, fun fact about you. Oh, uh, fun fact about me, I um, I have a, a fractured ankle and I don't know how I did it. Is this recent? No. Or is this forever? Do I, I'm sure I've told you this. It's nice telling you things because like, you just forget <laughs> and then it's like. And it's still new every time. Yeah, it's always that. new. That was like one day when I was probably uh, 10 or 11 or something. I just woke up, my foot was really swollen and my ankle, like I couldn't really walk. And so I went to the doctor and they were like, your foot's like fractured. It's like this small bone in the side of your foot. A lot of like football players get, players get it. Apparently it's quite painful. And my mom was like mad at me because she was like, did you jump off the bunk bed? Like, what did you do? Why wouldn't you tell me what you did to your foot? And I was like, I didn't do anything. I just woke up like this. And she's like, what did you do? And then they x-rayed it. And when you have a broken bone, they can <gasps> see how old the break is. No. Because the rings like a tree. <laughs> Wow, that's no. mental. And also, did you know, this is what I've learned from my archaeology detective book, <laughs> that this that, that is called the tr aging trees by their rings. That's called dendrochronology. That's hard. And now that's something I know. That's hard. So reading is good. Reading is learning. Um, no, but you can see because if you break a bone, then it looks quite sharp. But over time, it kind of... <gasps> A road that wears sands down yeah. into a smooth, beautiful little shard. No, um, and so they thought it looked like a really old fracture, and they didn't know why. It just all of a sudden started hurting. It never hurt before. So then they put up like a plaster on me, and then three days later, like it just felt fine. I was like walking around on the cast, and the doctor was like, "Okay, like it's not healed, but I guess it just like doesn't bother you." It's a medical miracle. So I'm a medical miracle. <laughs> I've got a fractured foot. I love that fact. And I wonder why I can only wear sneakers and Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's it. Well, maybe that is it until Thursday. Until Thursday. That's the beauty of the double app because, you know, we, we're we done. We're done for now. I mean, we're not really, actually. We're not. We, we stay. A peek behind the curtain. 
we are going to record the next one right now. But it's good for you to be drip fed, yeah. the listener. <laughs> you need to pace yourself, <laughs> listeners. Okay, you're like we're like a little hamster, and you have a little upside down water bottle that you could only get a little drop at a time. <laughs> That's fun. Because mm. otherwise, otherwise you're going to drown. You're going to drown yourself. Okay. <laughs> I need new teeth tonight. New <laughs> teeth tonight. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>